Hi guys and welcome back. This is the next episode in our branding course. Today, Jordan and I talk about our pricing strategy. These are tips and tricks that we hope will help you guys understand how to price out your branding projects. Again, most of these things can work for all different kinds of projects, but we're gonna talk specifically about branding on this one. Hope you like it. Okay, we are talking today about our next step in branding, and that is pricing. Ooh, the numbers, yeah. the numbers game. <laughs> oh man, where do you where do you usually start with this? Like um, we were talking earlier and kind of coming up with an idea of how we want to present this, but um, do you keep templates of this kind of on hand to start with when a new project comes around? And and uh, what's your first yeah. step? Yeah, you know, I, I think. Um because there, there, there's so much to pricing, and I think the number one question I get, and I assume you do as well, is like, you know, how much do you charge for a logo or branding or whatever that means? But there's yes. so much in that question that there, the reason why there isn't a lot of answers online um, is because it's it's different. It's different from every person, every project, everything. Yeah. Um, and so my golden underlying rule is, is and every new designer should uh, try to understand this best possible, is you price the client and not the job. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, uh, I, I, and I think you've nailed it by saying that's why you don't see this so much out there. There's no good answer Yeah, is because it's, it's a very, vari the variables change with everything. Every job's different. Every mm -hmm. client's different. Again, and if I'm pricing the client, well, yeah, my, I might charge whatever, 25,000 for one brand project or 5,000 for another, just depending. Exactly. Um, and uh, value based pricing is it, it's, it's seemingly easy, but it's a little bit hard to grasp when you're starting out. And it took me a long time to realize, like, I'm underbidding or I'm undercharging because I don't know what yeah. other people are charging and I don't know what that means. And and the reason why logos or branding is worth more to some companies than others is because the best example is, you know, if I'm value-based pricing the client, not the job, well, you know, there's more risk for someone bigger. So let's say Apple, for example, huge, mm -hmm. right? Um there's a bigger impact for that logo. Uh, they're going to spend a lot more money to put that logo on everything. Um, and so the risk is more. Um, and there's more value in that. And so, you know, they could hire a designer with, like, less experience for less money, but they'll risk more. So experience gives you reduced risk, and therefore it makes you more valuable. Yeah. So bigger companies, you can certainly charge more because it's worth more to them. And the exposure of it, too. Huge. What it's going to represent, and, and that's that's one of the biggest things that I think anybody in their first few years of figuring this out, or let's say young design students getting their first sh shot at doing branding for someone, yeah. what, what I usually, I think the biggest thing I try to give them the tip on is that what you're giving them is something so valuable. And yes, they have a thousand other op opportunities to go to someone cheaper, but let's try to focus on the things that I think add value to it and what a, a true designer can do, not something on a logo tournament or a, you know, <laughs> something where they're going to, where they're going to do it themselves or, or, a, you know, a, a nephew who has a Mac is going to do it for him. I think yeah. that's the one thing they're competing with. And so even when a student or a young designer is trying to do a job and they want to charge 
$1,000 for it. They feel so reluctant to ask that. So let's give them the tools to say yes. why you're worth it. That, that absolutely. And I was that, you know, like yeah. I look at the beginning, you know, and, and when I first started out, I remember doing flyers and posters and things for like a hundred bucks a pop. And yeah, it, it, it took me, you know, it was good work and it was hand illustrated and it took me 20 hours to make, but like it, it I was doing what I love and I, I felt guilty asking for more because I was having fun doing it. Um, but you know, we're got around and like I started doing more posters and like I didn't think about raising my prices like this is working. I'm getting tons of jobs, but that's because, you know, there's good work going out there for cheap. Yeah, people are going to want that. But at the end of the day, you do the math. And I was like, shit, I'm doing, you know, design work for five bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and, and you, you, you stopped. Think about it. You stopped and, and analyzed it. And I think we've all done that before, because yeah. also what I would tell anybody who hasn't done it yet is trust me. When you are all said and done, and let's say you factored in, it's going to take me 15 hours to do this logo for this company. Trust yeah. me, it's going to be more. Trust yeah. me, there's going to be more things <laughs> added. So the best thing you could do is say, how do I make sure I, I, I figure that out before any agreement is, yeah. is, is taken care of? Because then you're covered. And I, don't want, I think the big thing is we don't want anybody in our industry to, to be taken advantage of. And yeah. we don't and want it. It happens. It does. You know? Oh, and yeah. almost – Almost um, not intentionally, I, I think any client is going to be excited about being part of this process, and they yeah. might get to the point of, like, oh, can I see four options with this and whatever? And so next thing you know, you're doing much more than you ever, ever estimated. So give yes. them as much as possible <laughs> at the beginning. And like the other thing I was going to say, too, before we get into this, mm -hmm. do you give yourself any flexibility or do you say there's variables of plus and minuses in your estimates too sometimes? Because oh, definitely. Right? Yeah. Like I mean, this is the baseline sort of uh, what the estimate is. And then, you know, I learn a lot more before we sign the contract, right? Like there's yes. so much more involved. But, you know, people typically want to know baseline. And so I try to give that to them just because I have enough experience now. We're like, okay, it's a brand project. I'm going to budget three months for it. I know how much that I need to charge for my baseline to stay in business. Got it. And that's an important thing. Like that comes with the experience. So I think, you know, while it's good to know your value, it's important to understand, you know, your current position's worth. Um, how long have you been professionally branding clients? Like how skilled are you in that department? Do you have a full grasp on and understand brand messaging and pillars and position strategy, et cetera? Like mm -hmm. do you have case studies, referrals, testimonies? Uh, I think you, it's hard to charge at a professional level if you aren't delivering a professional level of experience. Yeah. And so, yeah, when you start out, sure, you're probably not going to be able to charge $25,000 for a brand project. But no. you sure you definitely are worth more, I would imagine, almost in every case, you know, more than a couple hundred bucks. Like that yes. is very little. And, the, and I wish I knew that at the beginning. Yeah. And I think the biggest problem is, is you don't, one, you probably don't feel like you can charge more because again, you don't have all those, uh, back, backup cases and things like that. And experience you <laughs> yeah. just mentioned. So yeah. when I usually talk to anybody who's in that zone and they're talking a few hundred dollars, my yeah. first, my first kind of recommendation is to say, shoot for something like figure out what, what $1,200 Mm. which is usually like maybe double or triple what they even thinking. Yeah. How does that break down and what, yeah. what value you're giving the client? And that's what I love for us to maybe compare notes on is like the breakdown sure. before we get into actually how much, but yeah. what are the, what are the, what's the scope of work that you 
let's say, even put forth to the client to show the value of your your charging? Yeah, I mean, so you mean the scope of work is in terms of like, so if someone's going to hire me, like right now I'm doing a project and it's a ground up brand project, Good. right? It's very Saturday and it's great. So they they simply have a uh, passion to, you know, brew cider mm-hmm. and a name and that's all they came to. So like, I'm like, okay, Good. there's so much there. This mm-hmm. is going to be, I budgeted out four months of work. Wow. Okay, good. Yeah, because with that, you know, it's not just going to be, it's going to, we're going to define, you know, the brand pillars and strategy and messaging. Like there's so that's, that's a couple months right there. We're not even going to get to the logo probably within a month and a half or so. Got it. Realistically, but that they have a budget for that, you know? Yeah. And so a project like that, like, yeah, I think if it's four months, break down what you want to, you know, make a month. What can, what's your baseline? What's going to keep you afloat, keep you fed a a roof over your head. Exactly. And then budget in overhead for that because it's always things are always going to change there's always going to be things that go wrong or like they take a vacation or something happens like you just need to budget the project based on your you know baseline and then the scope of work how long is it realistically going to take you yeah yeah and i i I think too like a lot of times sometimes it might be like all hands on deck and they need something pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. And I think most people are going to get a, a project in that zone where let's say, <laughs> yeah, they're like, Hey, I, what, what's your time frame? Can you, can you do this in two weeks? And we yeah. always, we always laugh and go like, well, look, look, thank God we've avoided that and gotten yeah. out of those kind of typical places. But, but, but that's the ones that these, that younger designers are getting offered. Oh dude, so, I took all those. Yeah, I, took I know all that shit, man. Like, I know. It, oh God. It was, yeah, that's how, I started taking yes. anything and everything. Yeah. Doing a full brand in a week, like for a couple hundred bucks, just yeah. crazy, just crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are the kind of things. And we'll, and I think, you know, later on in this sort of course adventure we're taking, I think talking about clients is, is going to relate a lot to this. Yeah. Um, but that kind of stuff, like if, it, if it's not going to hit your baseline, like don't, don't necessarily take it. Like it's, you yeah. know, if it's going to be hassle and you're not really going to, you know, come back with more experience or something more valuable then mm-hmm. it might not be worth it uh, yeah and i think you know the best projects i've ever done is because the clients are better is because they have a better budget and understanding and the price is sure. better. so like sure there are nightmare clients and i think the reason for that is because you price too low and you just don't like working with them like i avoid their emails mm-hmm. like i don't want to deal with it because like ugh, it's just it's so negative. Yeah. <laughs> and you, a lot of that is because you underbid, you know? Yeah. Half of, that was half of my morning. Yeah. <laughs> and those, and yeah, I could still see those emails are bold and I haven't touched them yet. I know. Yeah. It's, it happens all yeah. the time. But and also, it happens to everyone. But also, know? too, I think, you know, if you don't have anything under your belt and, and, and a, a few good projects, a lot of times, too, they're willing to do them at a price just to get them for real world portfolio stuff that's yes. out of school and they can yeah. say they did it on their own. And I get, you know, so one of the things I love to kind of say is, and throw this into your pricing. And then this is the bucket that is kind of like your branding and your logo design bucket. And we'll break this down. But one of the first things I always do is we, you know, we obviously talked about the questionnaire and we talked about discovery and we talked about getting all the input that we could get from this. And when, when you finally do have that, your first stage I love to do is just the research that you get to do on your own. And that mm. time that you're going to spend looking and feeling and seeing what's going to work for this brand based on the imp- input you got. And then I build the brand boards that I want to start showing them as the first visuals before you do any kind of design. So think about the hours it's going to take you and let's say even a young designer 
four hours. That's, that's a lot of time to say, I'm going to get competitive samples. I'm going to see what's out there in the industry. I'm going to put together a few mood boards to show you. So if your hourly is even 50 bucks as a young designer, you know, yeah. that's 200, 300, $400, let's say, mm-hmm. to start thinking about what your pricing is going to be, right? Yep. And that's, yep. and I, and I do that. I think we, we both do that probably on a much bigger scale now. And like you were saying, you break it down and you start thinking about how the positioning is going to be and everything like that. But when you're mm-hmm. truly starting to get into the design of it, like a junior designer would keep that in mind, you're presenting those things first. And, and I think that's a, uh, that's like, um, that's to me, that's almost like bulking up what would have been a three <laughs> item estimate to yes. like a nine item estimate. Right. 100%. Yeah. Well, and I think you hit it right on the head where it's, it, I think the baseline of that is like experienced designers. It doesn't necessarily mean they're better illustrators or better at making a logo. Cause frankly, like some of these young designers I see, like they're just killing it. They're, yeah. they're nailing it. So it's not necessarily about like your artistic ability. It's, I think the experience comes with, oh, I know how long this is going to take me and I know everything that's involved. Exactly. So the business side is the experience. So if the, the quicker you learn that, uh, I think the faster you'll be able to like appreciate what a pr- appropriately priced uh, project yeah. would be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you have the confidence. Like a lot of it is confidence. You know, mm-hmm. frankly, like I felt weird in the beginning because one, I didn't know and I didn't understand, uh, you know, how to price anything. I couldn't find a lot of material on that. And so I learned the hard way, which everyone I think kind of does. You underbid and it's rough and, you know, you're not making your baseline. But, you know, I, I, the best example is like the first time I made ten thousand dollars on a brand project was the first time I just that was I said that was my budget. Like, yeah, that's the cost. That yeah. was it. You know, that was the first time. It wasn't like I worked up to it. I just I just OK, I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to mm-hmm. estimate this. And it, it worked. <laughs> and sometimes you have nothing to lose. You, you know yeah. what I mean? And one thing I here's another tip. If you do want to say, let's say you've only charged a few hundred bucks for a logo and you're. You're scared and nervous to say $1,200 as a young designer, yeah. right? Yeah. If you've itemized that enough and shown scope of work in five to ten steps rather than two, yeah. let's say they come back to you and they go, "That's we were thinking more like 800 bucks." It's not like you're going to give the guy a deal now and say, I'm going to do all that for 800 Now you can go to your list and say, well, where? how do we adjust this for your budget? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you don't want to cheapen and say, I'm going to give you a discount. What you want to do is say okay, maybe I won't do as much upfront research. Maybe I won't do as much competitive research. Maybe I'll Mm. only do four concepts instead of eight. So the whole idea of having this itemized pricing thing is you now get to be flexible when you're testing the waters on higher cost. Flexibility is everything. And and that's totally right where, Uh you know, figuring out the scope, right? And like I said, you can charge that much because, you know, it's not just designing a logo it's like when you do a brand there's so much work like i said up front right now mm-hmm. i'm doing two months work up front before yeah. i even start the logo yeah, yeah it, it might be a little less than that but like even yeah. still that's what i want to budget you're scaring uh, every young designer right now <laughs> a true. month I, I without designing what is wrong with you jordan <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but there's it's so much the, of that work up front um and the flexibility of like okay if they are actually stuck on this but like they can't budget out more because it will go beyond their baseline well yes then i can be like okay Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'm going to shorten the revisions or shorten the concepts, just kind of like what you're saying. Yep. Or, you know, we're going to I this won't be you won't be on my hold. Like this will be a project that I'll get to when I can. Yes. You know, that kind of stuff. Matt, like there's ways to get the value down that isn't just pricing. Yes. It's going to make it easier and spend 
you can spend less time. Well, time is money, so there it is. Yeah, you know, there's no dis. Yeah, don't think about discounts, and and yeah. please don't ever do that. Like, I mean, what the minute someone hears that from you and they take advantage of it, it's going to be in every other follow up job from that point on. So yes. set the course right from the very beginning and and get and this also this is all great practice too because i think you mentioned it earlier by not going through this enough you you might not have had the confidence to charge these these amounts and yeah. when you went through that enough you said damn i can do this now i yeah. have the confidence yeah. to do it and you start to learn the kind of clients that like there's plenty of clients that are going to pay for mm -hmm. that, right but yeah you definitely and i've had clients where like I've lost jobs because I underbid. Like yep. they get scared, and that's a real thing. You're yeah. Like, oh man, this they might not really understand, you know, business part. And and for, you know, if you're a freelancer, like business is half of this job. Yes. You have to have at least a grasp on your baseline and 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 the scope of work and what you know how much uh, money is allocated to your time. Like yeah. you have to have all that stuff figured out. Yeah. So then when you get into the next phase, let's say you're, you're going mm -hmm. through your itemized thing and you've done all, we've done discovery, we've done all that other stuff. We have done our research and mood boards and branding boards. When you start the actual process of, let's say, okay, you're for, from your first sketch to what you, you're going to give them as the first round of concepts. Like, mm. are you factoring in, do you do your own hours? Like, like, do you look at that and say, or do, has your template kind of added up? how many hours you spend on that and then you give them a rough, rough estimate or what's your, what's your take there? Yeah. I, so I think the short answer is like, I, I let's don't keep the, do let's keep the young, anymore, yeah, right? let's keep the young people in mind. Cause I think yeah. I want to make sure they, they're getting the yeah. right, we're, we're toning it down to them, you know? Yes. Right. So if like we're working on, uh, it depends. Like I don't do, like to do hourly. I prefer flat rate. Right. Yeah. Um, and but how did you get, but how did you get your flat rate? Great. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, um, did you t over the time of doing two or three of these, did you say that phase uh, mm -hmm. in in this pricing takes me roughly forty hours? So, yeah, perfect. So, yeah. I have this hourly in mind. Yeah. Based on maybe let's call it the size and the scope of, or the the premiumness of the brand, because <laughs> sure. I think that could change. <laughs> and then that's how you get your flat rate there. Yeah, hundred percent. I I, yeah. I it, uh, you know the, I guessed the first few, yes. and then I took a lot of time to figure out how long it takes me to actually do this yes. realistically. And then yeah. I did the math. How much yeah. am I making per hour? Yeah. You know, where it's, do I have any room for overhead? What am I charging yep. at the end of it? Um, so yeah, I think in the beginning you, you definitely need to record and learn your process. That yep. is crucial to figuring out your own pricing. Yep. How long is it going to take? Yeah. You know, and, and, and be aware of those times that it gets a little bit more than you have, you have estimated because those are the key little pots parts there that kind of make you go, Oh, now yeah. I can say, yeah, man, that's six hours, not three or yeah. whatever, because then you get, you know, then you get into the world of revisions and, and, and <laughs> right. And, oh, and like, because so one of the best things I like to try to tell them is that the reason my revision round is where it's at and what I charge for it is because it should be really fine tuning a very strong, uh, concept at that point, right? Mm -hmm. If we've gone through all this stuff in discovery and questionnaires and mood boards and agreed on all these little checkpoints, when I'm designing, those things are pretty damn focused already. 
And yeah. I, I hope, I think you probably feel the same way, right? So like, Absolutely. if you've walked them through the process, I, you know, it was funny. I was talking to somebody and I think we were talking about Mad Men <laughs> the last time <laughs> and uh, someone was like, oh man, you're a designer. That's amazing. Like, do you do just like a Mad Men when you like reveal the, the, the logo <laughs> at a meeting and just Magician wait style. and just wait for the response? And I go, absolutely not. Because <laughs> like that you've walked them through the process so much that. Yeah. Uh, when you are at that stage and you're revealing the concepts, they should feel pretty damn plugged into those to be like, wow, those, oh, man. those, that's it. That's yep. you, you've done everything we've promised and blah, blah, you know, so like, then I get to this part where my revisions and my, and my scope here in the pricing is pretty like, you know, Hey, it's not, not might be the biggest bulk of the pricing, but it's definitely in there to say, um, we have to fine tune this and get it to a point where we're good and solid and it's double checked and triple checked and we love it and yeah. that's it yeah yeah and you're gonna i mean in the beginning like it's gonna take you a few to really understand it because uh -huh. it is different for everyone like maybe i'm stronger in you know the brand messaging than the yeah. illustration right for example yeah. so i know that okay well it's gonna take me a little longer to figure that out yeah uh versus the other component and so yeah. everyone's different but you're definitely gonna need to record how long things take you it seems so basic but that's what I did in the beginning. I was like, okay, how long does it actually mm -hmm. take me to do this? And yeah. how, how long am I realistically spending on this yeah. in front of my computer or yeah. researching? Like researching is huge. It's everything. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, figuring out your own uh, baseline. Awesome. Yeah. It's interesting, too. I would almost even suggest to somebody getting into it to for your first one, let it even slide if, you, if you're not – if it's not, you know, making you rich. but. Yeah. Almost in a way to do like what you just said, where it becomes your your test run, and with each phase, calculate, take notes of what it took to get there, and yeah. then use that for the next one, like you said, you know, yeah, or I'm, the next one, or the next one. Hundred percent. And my process now it's refined from doing hundreds and hundreds of jobs, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've learned the hard way, and so I'm like, okay, the next time I'm gonna either raise my prices, I'm gonna cut off this, I'm gonna set this number of revisions, mm -hmm. like I'm gonna learn because the last one wasn't perfect, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then it becomes strategy too, because yeah. then you then you start saying to yourself, if I streamline something, yeah, I, I'm, you know what, I'm not. It's not that I'm gonna ask for less. I'm gonna ask for more because oh, yeah. your value has now gone up because you have become more efficient and you're going to be spending more time on the, the real stuff, not so much the, the technical or the, if you can find any shortcut in your way of, and that comes in like your online accounting software or how you present or your communication back and forth, yeah. you can get really efficient with your workflow, but don't let that, don't, that's, don't cheapen your price because you've, <laughs> you've no. figured out some amazing new task. No, way, you know, that, that, that was a good thing <laughs> for me to really grasp too. It's like, I, I, you know, that's why the hourly thing can get so oh, murky, right? You're because so stuck. Yeah. you feel either bad because it takes you, you know, less time now that you're getting more experience and you're trying to figure things out. Well, like I, there's value in being efficient and experienced. Yeah. Like you shouldn't charge less. You shouldn't be punished or cut short if a logo takes you less time. Yes. Uh, and you're being, you know, you're good at your job. Time is super valuable and the right client and people who understand business, like they will understand that. Like there's value yes. in that. Yes. Yeah. And you know, 
even when we're at this point where we've been building this estimate out and let's say we're at a point where you've done everything, you've gotten all the mm. upfront, you're working on it, you got your revisions going and everything. One thing I, that a lot of young designers don't realize is, and this is one of the biggest bulks of where you can say why the value of your pricing is maybe different than let's say someone else they found. Sure. It's the whole rights of ownership. You, yes. you are, don't, don't forget that you are giving over the rights of something you've created raw yeah. to someone and a company to use over and over and over and over again. Profit with, from. Right. Yeah. With no licensing, you know, Hey, if yeah. you can get a license part into some deal and it might not be the branding, but it could be something that you do. An or, illustration. Usually, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But for the brand, don't forget that there is that and Make sure you highlight that in your estimate, how important that is. I usually say it's all rights of ownership transferred to the client. You yes. now own this art. I will, I, I, I'm releasing it from you in a way. Yeah. And that's a, it's interesting when someone doesn't on the, the client side has never heard that. It really makes them think twice. And then it also increases, I think, your perception from them uh, that you got it. You're like, oh, this, this person knows what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, and right. that all comes from the, the, the business experience that you will get no matter what. I mean, if you do this, it's going to happen because yeah. you're either going to dive in or learn the hard way. And I definitely did the latter myself. But yeah, <laughs> but it's good to be aware of that kind of stuff. Yes. You think about that stuff a lot. Oh, God. Yeah. What, what yeah. do you think is the biggest after you went through it a few times and let's say you mm. got to a point where you felt like, oh, <laughs> Jordan's charging five grand now. This is awesome, yeah. right? What was the biggest thing that you said, wow, I, uh, in my first few pricing exercises, yes. I, I did not, uh, let's say, estimate enough or I totally left out, didn't even realize I needed to add? Um, I think. Because I got a big the, one. Yeah. For me, <laughs> where most of my time was. Um, wasted, meaning money that lost, uh, yeah. was getting in that limbo of revisions because I didn't understand that the clients are not my art director and I wasn't doing a good enough job explaining. Like, man, yes. my first few deliverables were like literally just a JPEG of the logo in mm -hmm. an email. Like, that is not how you do it. <laughs> there You're you going to find things wrong with it. So, and yeah. then we would just get stuck in these revisions of limbo because I just I wasn't leading it. I wasn't yes. being the art director here. I was I was a young designer. He's like, I made something I think it's cool. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and then I'm under budget. So it becomes frustrating. And I'm not just like, I don't want to get to it because I, it, it, it creates so much havoc. So, yes. For yes. me, yeah, I think um, really understanding uh you know, how to lead the project and then how long revisions can possibly take. Like some clients and I let that up front. Like that's yeah. why I have set number of concepts and revisions. Good. And if they want more, they will they need to pay for more. That's yes. how anything works. Right? Yes. I know you're at a bar and you want a second beer, like you get another beer. Like you're gonna pay for that beer. Wait, I thought second beers were free in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> they form a giant pine glasses. <laughs> I, I would say the two things that I did not account for or even totally missed one was the sign-offs after certain phases. Yeah. And this is so important, guys, because I think you you want to say these sign-offs are in there. So let's say you are – they did a sign-off and that's step three. And now you're at four or five and you're finalizing it before deliverables. And all of a yeah. sudden, Bob from accounting doesn't like the purple you've chosen. And so they, they're like, okay, we want to change. It's like, well, you can say my contract has said that sign-off is basically a sign-off that I won't proceed until we are – you know, solid. So any changes now 
void that and we have yeah. new charges and that's so good i mean right? i literally overlooked that thinking about it because like, yeah. <laughs> like i do them but i always like that is huge sign-offs are massive there's exactly as, as important as a contract and they're part of um there's so many great services and things you can use even just on Adobe Acrobat, Acrobat. Yep. You with the PDFs you send for approvals, you can ask for signature and sign offs on that. And and yep. yeah, maybe they're not the most legal thing in the world, but what as long as your contract is signed and you're saying that all those checkpoints mean we're staying in line and no further options after that are going to be explored, at least you're covering yourself. And yes. and that's happened to me many many times. The second thing. Uh, is the basically the deliverable package. And that is, yeah. like you said, where <laughs> back in the day, you're like, as long as I gave them an AI file, great. But yeah. two, oh my God. two great things about this. One, obviously, it's more time for you, and it's more time and, and work for you, so it becomes a big part. Sometimes the handoff package, including like a two-page style guide for this brand, or a, few, or, a, or a style guide brand line, let, you can make it as big as you want. Yeah. That becomes even bigger than sometimes the logo development of the yeah. cot, right? So I always say you're going to get at least a two to three page graphic standards for your branding. And that could be just usage um, because the last thing you want is to see this brand being given to someone. It's, it always happens when they give it to some social media person and they <laughs> fuck up your stuff, <laughs> right? All the time. You have to have a do's and don'ts. So like, give, give them that, that. Give them that. Yep. And that's added, that's added money. And now, again, yep. that could be one of the things that gets removed if you're way off budget with them. But at least, you, you, at least you've thrown it in there. But then think about your, nice, handover, yeah. your handover package, right? That, that folder of folder of folder of all your PNGs. Uh, your JPEGs, right? Your your <laughs> PDFs and everything they wanted, and and then do you separate it in CMYK and RGB? Um, you know all those things. So yeah. when you think about it, because now you're handing over something that the, when you, well, the value of that is, tell them that when you need something, you're not having, you're not rushing back to me going, can you send me a medium sized JPEG RGB? And you're like, you already have it. Yeah. You'll have it. Yeah. And so that value is great to add to your pricing. And yeah. especially if you've never dabbled in that yet, trust me, that's, that's another way. We want you to bulk these things up to the point where you're getting your money's worth as a designer. Yeah. yeah. And that comes with, again, you know, the business experience and just doing mm -hmm. a few, like, you know, when, how much is a Lego? Well, that doesn't, who, it varies, right? Yeah. Like, again, it's going to be all the research upfront work, the actual design, mm -hmm. the presentation, like, like I said earlier, like it's not good to just send a JPEG and oh yeah, we'll talk and we'll talk like, about that one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that should be its own episode. I as love pitching oh, and deliverables. Like, yeah. you know, if you have a single color logo, yeah, <laughs> I typically will send a few different file saves. Right. Yeah. Well, they, first they need it in on a dark background and a white uh -huh. background, right? And so there's two separations there, plus CMYK and RGB. Okay. Well, there's four plus. All the different file saves, like it, it oh, grows. And secondary, it, and secondary logos. Oh, secondary logos. That's a great system. one. That's a great yeah. one to add now too, because a crest, a secondary, um, <laughs> an icon for social media and profile yeah. pic. Yeah. Don't forget, those are all other things you can be adding to your pricing to yep. bulk up again. Yep. And they're, I mean, they're gonna need them anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I also just thought of one that uh, things that I wish I knew up front or learned through hardware, like get. 50% upfront. That yes. is massive. <laughs> yes. Ask that is part of my contract. Like I don't take projects anymore. Like I ask for the primary starting fee, which is always 50%. And then 
I might even, if it's a longer project, uh, I will ask for, you know, three quarter of the way through 25%. Yes. Yes. And then uh, they will get that last. I'll, I will sign over the copy of transfer once the final payment is made. Great. That is how I structure most projects. What do you say to the client when they say, why 50% up front? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to gotta give these people some lessons, man. What do you say? Um, yeah, that is a good question. I've never actually had someone ask that question. Um, I, well, that's even, that's even better because it's like a good trust <laughs> in you and your yeah. work. And I get that, but that's going to be asked to these, even if someone's just saying, Hey, I'm going to charge you 1100 bucks for a logo and I need 500 to initiate. Mm. What do you say? Um, I, you know, I, I think off the top of my head, I would point towards it's sort of like the hold feed to get the project started like mm-hmm. because when i freelance like i'm getting uh offers pretty regularly through the website or social whatever it is like i'm gonna i'm gonna you know i'm a business i'm going to start when i get paid i need to follow the ones that are actually going to follow through this sounds yes. great yes but if you're not ready then i'm not ready there you go yeah i i usually say i have a calendar and yeah. to put you on that calendar yeah with the fact that I could have put something else there that was going to pay me the upfront and you're not, yeah, it kind of goes back to what you're saying. Well, if you're not ready, then, then we're not ready. And, um, I just think it's a way to say I'm booking my time and my time is money. So it has to be there because I, I don't like to, I don't know about you, but I don't like to bring up, especially with a new client, I would never say like, well, I've been down this road before and I did all this work for somebody and they didn't pay me. And so now I have to ask for a deposit. That's not, it's not a cry me a river thing. It's a, no, I'm and putting, that puts a weird negative start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And, and we've, I, I think I've made that mistake many, many times in the past. So like, I yeah. like to say, I'm putting you on my calendar and that means I have to, and, and it, it's based on, I think you kind of touched on it too. It's the demand that you might have. Mm-hmm. So if you're not at that stage yet where you can use the demand thing saying, hey, I have people knocking on my door yeah, and you're not there yet. It's truly about just saying I, I'm putting you on my calendar and my calendar is like I'm a 40 hour a week person and yep. th- there's only a certain amount of spots and blocks available. So to put you on there, I need a little, hey, ch- change it to 30 if you feel it's yeah, a little it different. it doesn't have to be 50%, but yes. getting something up front is... It- it, it it makes it serious. Yes. And I and the ones like I have been burned, I think most designers have, and it's usually because, you know, uh, whatever, whatever the reason gets burned, like it, it, if you didn't get that money up front, like it, it hurts so much more, oh, God, you know? Dude, <laughs> I have a, I have a client that is, has went from a 30 day to a 60 day and I agreed on it only because the, the next wave of projects were coming. And then I thought, yeah. oh, geez, with those next waves, it's going to be <laughs> it's gonna be 2019 before I get paid. So I was kind of like, um, let's do it. But now they have been late. They've been a week and a half late on the 60 days. Yes, and, uh, late payments are a big thing. And we can get into that later. So that's why we're saying, guys, the most important thing is to do so much more up front. Cover your bases. Start the project off right. Right. Get some money in the bank before you do anything. And then, like you said, too, rights of ownership do not clear until every dime is yeah. in your pocket. Yes. So they then you can think of, a you know, I've, I had one time where someone was using something before they were paid and then they were late. They, before they yeah. paid for the, the remainder. And at one yeah. point I was like, do I need to call my lawyer because you're using my art to promote yeah. your business? So yeah. boy, that'll sh- scare the shit out of somebody, right? <laughs> yeah. So 
just be prepared with these things. I think the other, some other advice I would say is, you know, we're, you know, obviously we want to help you guys and figure these things out by giving you some great knowledge and insight, but there's got to be someone you might know more, um, closely that you can ask, Hey, can I, can you take a look at my contract and my pricing before I send it off to the client? Is there anything I'm missing? You know, like what other things do you think you could do? uh, A young person can do to kind of really make sure that they're covering all their bases before they send it out. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's really looking at the full scope mm-hmm. and understanding how long things take and then budgeting. You yeah. Know? It, 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 it's, it's, there's a lot of balls in that air. But um, if you, and the more you do it, the more you can step back and actually see, you know, and you can, and you've had things go wrong and you can price for that. And, you know, like it, that's where the experience really comes in. And again, it's not about, you know, they get paid because they're better designers. Like they get paid more because one, they're probably more confident in asking. And two, they actually understand the business side of everything. They've had that experience. Yes. Um, and I think that's where that's really the crux of the pricing. Yeah. So I think in general, it's about making sure you're itemizing this pricing as much as you can to show the scope and the, the determination and the dedication you're going to be giving to this job. Don't yeah. just put logo design. Okay. So, and I I told you earlier, I, I show my students my first invoice I ever did as a a solo entrepreneur and now what we do now as an agency. And it's, it went from like one page to six. So don't forget. It's like, you're, you're not going to shoot for that at the very beginning. Just make sure you're itemizing it as enough. Think about how many hours those, each one of those steps is costing you come up with an hourly that you feel is comfortable. What do you think? Let's talk about someone who's maybe a, a year out of school, maybe still in school, has mm. some chops, right? Has yeah. all the whatever. What's an hourly that you you might think? Because I think it's different all over different cities and stuff. I know what yeah. what's going on around here in LA. What do you guys think? What do you think? Um, I'm thinking. So I'm currently I'm living in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. um, and so I know what minimum wage is. And mm-hmm. I, I would say if I was in that position and having done, let's say, I don't know, ten full brand projects, like that's a lot, right? Um, maybe, or maybe you're, you're a year into oh, it. Oh, go you've lower. Done a bunch. Maybe yeah. they've, it, I am, I'm, I'm almost thinking the only thing they've done is maybe some student work and some stuff for some friends or a small oh, company. Oh, I got you. I, like brand new, brand new? Yeah. I would say, um, well, I mean, one, really understand your baseline, what's going to keep you afloat. But I would say probably uh, at least, you know, 200 bucks an hour, I think is a fine starting point. Okay. Um, because in, in, I know that that probably does seem like a lot. And man, when I first started, like I would not feel comfortable probably uh, asking for that. Um, but it, it, if you really do the math, like it, it's not it's absolutely um, underbidding a lot of what people are charging out there anyway. And, sure. and that's a very sure. starting yeah, position. I, I, I think that's like I would say knowing from what a lot of like one year out school or maybe graduate level students, young designers are shooting, shooting for a lot. I mean, they're, they're, they're going for a lot less, I'd say. Yeah. I think, um, that might be pretty eager to say like maybe after two years or a year or two of some stuff under your belt, you know, you're there, but like some of the stuff we've been talking about with some of the junior designers, I'm kind of mentoring when it comes to pricing. And, And let's keep in mind guys, this hourly is not transparent. It might be just an hourly, that you keep to your chest because you're using it to calculate, but you don't want to give it out to that client because I think that like you and I were saying earlier, that could change. My hourly is different with certain clients than it was <laughs> other clients. Right. Yeah. Um, so 
usually I try to tell them to shoot for about 50 bucks an hour because that's at that, that, that's probably more at, at that, at that, at that level, you know, yeah. if you are seasoned and you've got a few under your belt and you feel really proud with what you have and you have a few good case studies, hundred to 150, maybe in that zone. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So again, calculate those hours. Think about what that hourly is. Ask around, always forget, don't forget and reach out to maybe someone that you feel is in a parallel level to you that you know on Instagram or Twitter and just say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Am I close to where you are in a ballpark? I'm finding, and you and I have found this too, creatives are sharing more than ever. So let's see if someone can help you out. But make sure this pricing is as detailed as possible. Keep in mind like the the plus and minuses that it could change, right? Mm -hmm. Another Mm -hmm. thing to always do is at the end, add as a bonus – the business cards, the letterheads, the anything yes. else that you that you think this client might need, and say, "Hey, optional, because I'm your guy, I'm your girl, I could do this." Yeah, it's all ready to go. Yeah, it's yeah. stationary, all that kind of stuff that they're gonna need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does not get included in a logo, right? No, unless no. unless it's all but, structured in, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in which case, yeah, this is why the importance of listing everything out, the upfront work, the research, the concepts, the revisions, you know through the deliverables, through the brand assets and collateral, like all that stuff is going to be priced out. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. All I right. think that's huge. Cool. Any last, uh, words of advice? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's such a hard subject. I'm hoping, I, I feel like I was probably overshooting cause well, one, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I learned the hard way. Like I didn't go to school for design. Like we talked about, I went to school mm-hmm. for music. So like my experience in junior design is like, well, I just did the wrong thing <laughs> for so long until until I was like, this is I need to I need to fix this right yeah. until I talked to the right people until I you know I I started learning the business side of things then then it just made sense because this is crazy right yeah uh, and I think that gave that gave me the confidence to just this is my this is my budget for this project I don't feel bad it's not it don't feel bad about pricing things you know time is you're you're what designers do I think is so valuable. You know, you're you're creating something out of nothing. You're emp- you're being empathetic. Like you're really seeing. Uh, oh, there's so gosh, much value yeah. in that. You hit it. You know, don't undervalue uh, it. That's truly yeah, it. Don't undervalue it. And I know that man nowadays, it, it does feel like it is coming out of the woodwork. Like you have the you know the 99 designs or people designed for five dollars. Mm-hmm. That's you know, I would say ignore that. Like really trust that the right clients are going to value the good design because it's it is so valuable nowadays yes. more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. So I think take confidence in that and your ability. I mean, it's not necessarily, again, about being, you know, everyone. I think I think young people are just as good as artists, if not better than a lot of these seasoned designers. The simple explanation of why they charge more is because they ask and they have a little bit of the business side of experience. That's yeah, it. that's true. Yeah. I, my biggest advice is that it will it's ever changing. It will evolve every time you do yeah. the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so don't feel like you have to nail it. for that first one. Try as much as you can. Try to itemize it. Grow with each one. Yeah. With a new client, best time to say, I'm going to jack my rates up. I'm going to try this, just like you said earlier. So it's harder to do it with a existing client. But with new clients, test the waters. It's always worth it. And and really just make sure you are capturing the time that is spent beyond just designing. 
because I think yes. that's the first thing everyone thinks is it's just my design time, but it's not right. No. We, we think in our sleep, we think when we're out shopping, we think when we're yeah. just do anything. And oh, so I have a notepad. I'm always sketching ideas, whatever it is. Like, yeah, it's a, you know, so you're yeah. always on and it's not, <laughs> and so it's not like you're saying like, Hey client, I thought of you 24 hours yesterday. So yeah, I clocked uh, in and then I clocked out. From sorry. Like, got, got a new hour. estimate. <laughs> yeah. It's not that, but just calculate that time. And like each time, look back at the old one and say, what did I get right? What did I get wrong? And adjust and change with each new one. Yeah. And take notes in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Really, really write down your process and really time. If I've timed myself, I've literally had stopwatches like how long all right, I have a logo. I'm going to time how long it actually takes to design this. And that's not even including all the upfront work and stuff like, yeah, yeah. Measure your process, get that equation down and you're going to feel so much more confident because you're not shooting in the dark. I think oh. lack of confidence is just like, yeah, I'm throwing a number out which without any sort of backing. <laughs> no, oh, no, exactly. I think that's exactly it. If you can back it up, you got yeah. nothing to lose, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All cool. right. Well, I think that does it for pricing, guys. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back with uh, whatever the next topic is. <laughs> cool, All man. right. See ya. See ya. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. We hope that this episode in our branding course helps you guys feel a little bit more confident in putting together your next branding project. Stay tuned for the next session of this course, and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks.